from around the world and still able to reach you through your tinfoil hat, this is a special extra-plasmic edition of Paranormal One. Everybody to an extra plasm episode of Paranormal One. Mike Grasso here with my very special, honored, fabulous guest. Uh, Steve and Josiah have taken the night off, and I'm fortunate enough to be here with my wonderful, lovely wife, Sherry. Hi. Hi, honey. How are you? Just fabulous. Oh, good. Glad to hear it. <laughs> Glad to hear you're fabulous. This is a 30th anniversary edition as we record this. This is uh, not that we've been doing this for 30 years. Well, we've kind of been doing this with us for 30 years. Mm-hmm. This is actually 30 days, or 30 days, 30 years from the day that we first met. So it, it's not that we're like one of these goofy people that always celebrate every little tiny thing that happened. But it's it was the day after Valentine's Day, and so it kind of sticks in our minds. That it does, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, we're here doing this uh sort of teased this a little bit before because uh we were going to do something a little different uh but before we get into that um, a couple weeks ago i had mentioned that she had a really cool story to tell um in fact i i kind of mentioned that there was a story where she saw actually a full body apparition and this i thought was even more cool than that so uh do you want to go ahead and tell your tale sure i I would actually love to um (laughs) i'm going to give a little background so that makes more sense to those who are listening but uh michael and i had a store in a place called conover square and during the time we were there, one of the things I did was I handmade candles and I handmade candles in that building and did it for about three years in the building there. So um, one night we had some friends that were coming out to, they had come out to visit us and they wanted to do some ghost hunting. And so we took them over to Conover Square and we were in the museum part of Conover Square and they were all talking and I wasn't there. I really wasn't there at all to talk. I really wanted to pay attention to what was going around me. So I took off with an obelisk. And for those, I think you guys already know what an obelisk is because I know that the guys have talked about. Uh, ovulus or ovulus? From what I understand, it's ovulus. <laughs> okay. The way it's spelled. <laughs> that he always doesn't like when people call an ovulus. That's so, just anyway, my little that, thing. Yeah. yeah. So so I took off with the ovulus in hand, and I was walking back toward the door by um, where you go into the museum. And as I was getting ready to walk through the door, the ovulus said, make candle. And I just totally flipped out because... <laughs> Some spirit in the building recognized me as the woman who used to make candles in that building. And it had been a while since you'd done that. 
I think we had been out maybe by uh, close to a year by yeah. that point. Yeah, we had closed the store. It had been closed for about a year. So yeah. it had been a while since I had made any candles there. But the fact that, that's, that somebody in the building recognized me specifically as the woman who made candles, to me, <laughs> that is uh, absolute verification that there are spirits in this world. And that spirit recognized me that night. So um, I thought that was really, really cool. And there have been times where I'm kind of skeptical of the Ovilus because a lot of its interpretation, making stretches to connections of words. And um, this couldn't have been more clear. These two words back to back that meant nothing to anybody but you. Who would, who would have been in the building. I don't know that anybody had ever made candles in that building before in all the, the years that it had been open and the shops that were there. So uh, that was that was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was it was really amazing. And, and um, yeah, I mean, it makes a great story. At least I think it does anyway, <laughs> especially for those of us who like, who enjoy doing the ghost hunting thing and yeah. enjoy getting some real documented evidence of, of spirits out there. So... So that was one of my sto- my little stories that I have from the time that we spent in Conover Square. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, thanks, honey. I thought well, it was. <laughs> well, we yeah we we've had lots of stories to tell, but we, we we can get to those at another time. So we have lots of different tools we can use with ghost hunting. Uh, record EVPs, stuff like that. Um, people bring different things in, and. Lately, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about crystals. So what can you tell us about crystals and how people use them? What's 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 the deal with crystals? Well, I'm, I'm going to say actually that crystals have become uh, a pretty big part of my daily life. I, As Michael will tell you, I have crystals. Our house has a crystal in almost every nook, cranny, and crevice. There's a couple. Yeah, we have quite a few. A couple hundred. (laughs) Maybe even a couple thousand. We have a lot of crystals in our home. Yeah, there's a lot. And so, um, believe it or not, for those of you who aren't really crystal savvy or know anything about crystals, crystals aren't just pretty little things to look at. Um, They are actually pieces of Mother Nature. They are pieces of the Earth and they um, can be very, very helpful tools in uh, helping you harness energy, utilize energy, um, create a more safe haven for yourself in your home, um, and just to try to keep make life a little bit more, a little more calm, I guess <laughs> is the way to put it. But um, if someone was, was to ask me what are the best ways to use a crystal, Um, And I have had people actually ask me that. The things I usually recommend that people do, the first thing is um, if you, one of the easiest things to do is to carry it around with you in your pocket. Um, I will tell you that I have a specific crystal that when I am physically leaving my home, it is never not in my pocket. I always put it in my pocket. So, and it is actually a crystal of protection. Um, it protects me from negative energy that's out in the in the world, and we all know there's a lot of that right now. So um, I really feel uh, better when I have it with me. Which, which one is this? Um, this would be my tourmalinated quartz. Okay. It is a combination of black tourmaline, which um, my original mentor called the Little Warrior, um, and cor- uh, crystal quartz. It's a combination of the two together. 
So in that little little guy, he is always in my pocket when I leave the house to protect my to protect me and to protect uh, anything going on around me when I'm out. So so that to me is like the easiest way if you want to utilize crystals, if you want to have the simplest way to do it, that's the easiest way. Carry it around on your person. Um, of course, I'm sure you've known, noticed that there are a lot of people who wear jewelry. Mm -hmm. You can wear uh, crystals as a bracelet, as an earring, as a necklace. Um, a lot of people prefer to do that. Um, so whether you wear it or have it in your pocket, it's still it's, it's with you. It's with you. You want to have you want to make sure that you have it on you somehow if you decide to do it that way. Mm -hmm. um, you can uh, if you're if you're not just thinking about. If you're utilizing them beyond your own physical person, you can uh, corner rooms in your home, and meaning you put a crystal in every corner of your room, depending on what kind of energy you want to have in that room. For example, um, if you want the energy in your room to be, if you're a crafty kind of person, or if you're working on some... Uh, you mean a person who does crafts? Yeah, person who does crafts, oh. or a create. if you're a creative person, <laughs> okay. sorry, sorry, a person who does crafts or a creator or writer or something like that so if you're if you're looking if you're a creative soul you're a writer you like to paint um you like to create something out of nothing you know those people who like to repurpose whatever in your work area you might want to put uh, a corner a crystal in each corner of, of the room um and those crystals will help create that energy in your environment to help you create better so by, like in the, by doing it in the corners is like a focus that it brings in there yeah it's it's not just just the focus it's also your intention you're making sure that the crystal that you're carrying with you is carrying your intention for it so for example my my terminated quartz my black tourmaline and my quartz it knows that its purpose in my pocket is to protect me it knows that because that's what i told it, it i wanted it to do for me mm -hmm. okay so when you're and when you're talking about you know you wear an amethyst or you wear uh well i wear my rose quartz quartz bracelet or i wear you know whatever because i have all these different things each crystal that i have that i use specifically it knows what it, what i want it to do for me because i've told it this is my intention for you. How do you tell it that? Well, you have to decide what your in what. First of all, you have to figure out what your intention is going to be. So, for example, we'll go back. The easiest one for me is my terminated quartz. Okay, because it's it has a very very specific purpose. Okay, so when I first programmed my terminated quartz with my intention. Um, I told it that I wanted it to protect me. I wanted to, to, to keep the, it's, it's almost like a bubble. See it like a bubble. It's like a, a barrier between you and negative energy. Mm -hmm. And, and so its purpose, what is to protect me when I leave the home? Because that's sort of what it's geared toward that kind of thing. It's not like for helping yeah. me remember what I read. Right. Or to you know study better or something like right. that that's not what determinated quartz is geared toward right well you know and different different crystals are geared toward different things and if you do any simple search on uh, on the internet you might put amethyst meaning it'll tell you all these different things that an amethyst can do for you mm -hmm. 
that's all really great information, but it's up to you to decide what you want that crystal to do for you. And you need to let it know what you want it to do for you. You have to tell it. And however you do it, you talk to it. Talk to it. Okay. Or you um, you can actually, I've heard people talk about blowing air on it. Hmm. Um, but there's always going to be words. You've got to tell it what you want it to do for you. Just okay. like you and I are having a conversation, you might not want to do. People might think you're crazy if you're talking to your crystals. Okay, so you might want to do it. In the, <laughs> well, well the, people talk to plants. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah. yeah. So you know, you, you you decide what you want to do with it, and then you tell it what you want it to do for you. That mm-hmm. that's really the simple way to do it. So whether it's something that you're wearing or something that you're carrying putting in your, your workspace yep. or carrying with your sitting in your car. Yep. You can program it. Yes. With your intent. Yes. And that then it will work for you. So, um, if we were going to talk about like with ghost hunting, what might be some intentions? I'm thinking things like, um, like maybe protection, mm-hmm. intuition, things yep. like that. Yep. Are, are there crystals that would be good for those kinds of things? Well, um, you know, if you're if you're talking about, I, I think one of the most important things is when you're doing ghost hunting is you do not want to bring anything negative home with you. Mm-hmm. You don't want anything negative attached to you because unfortunately, that can happen. Right. Okay. Right. So, I would I would really recommend um, if you're looking to provide yourself protection, you want to think black crystals here. Okay. Okay. You want to think the terminated or the sorry. The black tourmaline, Mm because again, tourmalinated quartz is a combination of the black tourmaline and crystal quartz. Okay. Um, So that's a really good combination, but you can do black tourmaline, um, obsidian, which I'm sure a lot of people have heard of the the crystal obsidian. Right. Or there's also one that's called jet, Hmm. and jet is a very, very dark smoke. It's a very dark black crystal. and also uh, labradorite, um, which is one of my personal favorites. A labradorite <laughs> is a beautiful, flashy. You move it around, you see all different colors, but it, it's its base color is black. And then smoky quartz are is also a very, very good protective crystal. So if you're thinking about utilizing a crystal for protection, I would I would actually those are the, the things I would recommend for protection. Okay. So, and again, that's like a lot of the intent, I think, has a lot to do with that. Because some people you know, will speak a small prayer after leaving a place, maybe say some words. You've got to stay here. You can't come with me. They might carry a religious medallion or something um, from a loved one that's passed on that mm-hmm. they feel protects them. So crystals, as long as you're programming them, infusing them with that intent um that that those can serve that purpose as well yeah it, it can it's not just the intent though it's also what the crystal what it's part one of the properties are okay you know these are these are actually again if you go on you know if you use the google machine and you <laughs> google protective crystals you're going to see most of these that i mentioned actually i would think you'd see all the ones i mentioned but um it's also what what kind of property that the crystal has. So you're you're looking for, hey, what what can protect me when I'm going on a ghost hunt? 
it says okay you can use black you know you can use black tourmaline again which is one of my personal favorites and then so you get your chunk of black tourmaline you get your black tourmaline you want to cleanse it we can maybe i don't know if you want to talk about that yeah yeah how, how do you how do you do that okay um when you get any new new piece of crystal i strongly recommend that you cleanse it whether it's new or not i don't care if it's new it's got a lot of people whose hands have probably touched it um easiest way to cleanse a crystal is a piece of selenite selenite is a white crystal um, and you can get selenite in so many different forms they actually have what they call charging plates <laughs> of selenite really really recommend it the easiest way to do it, you just take that new crystal and you put it on the selenite and you leave it sit there for a little bit. That's all you have to do. That's it. And not only does it cleanse it, but it also recharges it. Very, very good. Okay. So selenite's good. What, what, what if you don't have selenite? If you don't have selenite, there are actually other ways to cleanse it. I don't, again, I, I when I first started doing the crystal journey quite a few years ago, um, I would actually use a smudge stick. Mm -hmm. for the people who are familiar with smudging and you would um take a smudge stick of course you're going to light it you want it to smoke <laughs> and then you uh put the, you hold the crystal uh, the smudge stick underneath the crystal so that the smoke kind of goes all the way around it and that will help cleanse the crystal of any negative energy and then again if you don't have selenite to to recharge it then i would encourage you to either put it in the sunlight or you can charge it by the moonlight. And just to make, make sure that you understand, it doesn't make any difference whether or not you, it's sunny out and you can see the sun. And there's, even on a cloudy day, the sun's energy is still there. It would still charge. Same with the moon. If the moon is out there, even if you can't see it, if it's covered up with clouds, the energy is still there. You can charge it that way too. Does the moon phase matter or not for this? Um, you know, the, the, the best time to charge crystals by the moon is when the moon is full. Because okay. that's when she's, that's when the moon has got the most energy. She's got the most power, so to speak, is when she's full. Now, I'm going to ask a question. I don't know if you know the answer. Maybe you do. <laughs> what, how, how long does a crystal hold its charge? How often will you need to recharge it? Well... That actually, that's a really difficult question to answer. That is, I'm going to be honest with you. To me, it's personal preference. My terminated quartz that I take out with me every day, it goes back on my cell. It goes back on a selenite wand every night when I take it out of my pocket. Mm -hmm. um, selenite, for example, I we were talking about selenite. Yeah. Selenite never needs to be cleansed and recharged. It is self cleansing and recharging. So it depends on what the crystal is, but most crystals do need to be cleansed and recharged. And again, it's personal preference. I mean, if you've if you've had a really awesome day and you know there you, you don't feel any negative energy around you and you feel really good, your crystal's probably good because you're you're feeling fantastic. But if you had a really terrible day, you cussed somebody out who cut you off when you were driving, <laughs> or you had a fight with your boss or a fight with one of your kids or your spouse or whatever, and you feel really, really uptight. And that crystal's been with you all day. Then maybe you want to take it out and charge it, and cleanse it. You know, I, I remember something early on when when you were starting to work with the crystals. I remember hearing somebody say that um, if a crystal cracks or breaks or falls out of your pocket and bounces and chips, that that's 
that means it's 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 supposed to be there it's, it's, that's supposed to happen it's mm -hmm. like if you pull something out of your pocket and it's got a crack in it that means that it absorbed maybe it absorbed so much negative energy mm -hmm. to protect you that it did that so it's not like oh man my crystals broken it's like hey thank you for protecting me that thank you for helping me or, or being useful and whatever it was that i needed um so i, I thought that was kind of an interest, interesting way to look at it so you're not you shouldn't be disappointed when you when you when your crystals suffer an accident they're actually just doing their job right yeah i i remember hearing that as well and that was actually the first time i'd ever heard something like that um so yeah i mean they are there they might only be with you for a short time i recently had a crystal that i got that i really treasured i only had it for a few weeks before it disappeared mm. and it was um, a gift it was a gift yeah and um it's really kind of a bummer but you know what it was in and out of my life very quickly for a reason so i stopped looking for it and if i'm intended to find it again then i will and if not then it is but for that little time period time period i had it it did its job <laughs> and, it, and it's it's kind of interesting too because you've had a couple people who have given you crystals and have said something like um, you know what, I, I, this was at my house and I had a feeling that it needed to be somewhere else. And now that I see you, it needs to be with you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, that was a, a huge honor for me because these were big, beautiful pieces that the person thought it was time for them to, that the person who gave them to me thought I had really good energy and they wanted to share that with me. So, um, they passed it along. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. That, that was really nice. So... You, you know what, what I, wanna, I was going to say. I want to back up a little bit because you talked about um, other reasons that uh, you know the crystals might be good on um, on a ghost hunt. Sure. And one of the other things, actually, two of the other things I want to talk about. I want to talk about um, how some of them can help you spark your intuition and help you tune in better. Um, and for those of you who who have never had an experience. It really is very cool when this happens. Um, there are there are crystals that give you the kind of feeling and the energy where uh, you feel that you're more in tune, that you're more aware of what's going on around you. Um, and you know, it's funny because to try to explain that until you've had an experience like that is is nearly impossible. So I guess I'm I'm not gonna try to explain it. But if you're looking for some kind of uh, assistance in getting more tuned in and, and get your intuition moving for when you're on a ghost hunt, um, my, my, I have a couple of recommendations. I would either recommend Labradorite, again, uh, really, really beautiful crystal. Amethyst, which most people have heard of. Amethyst is a pretty common, most people will say, oh yeah, I know what that is. And then another one called sodalite, and a sodalite is like a blue and white combination. It's a it's a beauty. So, and then the the other thing, um, you want to uh, sometimes create more energy or amplify your energy and your vibration, in helping you feel the spiritual connection around you. If you've ever heard someone talk about, you know, they walk into a room and they say, oh my gosh, it feels really heavy in here. Or I feel this really deep sadness. Those people are picking up the energy um, and, and they, they're having a connection with whatever's around them in the room. If you're looking to get something like that, again, I think crystals can help in so many ways. Um, 
But the recommendations I have here would be, again, Labradorite. I can't bring that out. Labradorite is a great crystal for ghost hunting. I would recommend <laughs> it. Black tourmaline, which, again, is my little warrior, would recommend that. Black kyanite, which is another uh, black uh, crystal. Selenite, which we've talked about. Smoky quartz. And then last but not least, uh, lapis lazuli, which would be the other one I would recommend. That black kyanite, is that the one they call it? Is it witch's broom? They call black kyanite the witch's broom, yep. yep. And, and, and if you see it, you kind of understand where yeah. that name might come from. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a really, I mean, it's a cool looking crystal. It's not one of the things I use very often, um, but I, I do have a, a piece of black kyanite, and it is kind of cool looking. It's another tool in your arsenal. Another tool in my arsenal, <laughs> yep. Um... Any any other ones you recommend, or is that kind of or as far as going on the ghost hunt? Um, you know what? Those are those are really. Again, I I want to stress or at least if, for starters, I guess. Yeah, for starters, I'm going to tell you guys. I think black tourmaline. If I was going, the the actually black tourmaline is is my go-to for a lot of the keeping the negative energies at bay and stuff like that. So I would absolutely recommend that. The other one, though, that I, again, is one of my personal favorites is Smoky Quartz. Mm. It's just a, it's a very comforting crystal. Um, it's pretty common, too. It's it not is really, fairly common. It's, it's not, and, and I don't think any of the ones you've talked about so far are, like, super expensive, either. No, no they're not. Unless you're, any crystal has the potential to be incredibly expensive if you're looking for a very large chunk. <laughs> um, they can be ungodly expensive, unfortunately. But if you're talking about something that you're going to carry in your pocket, of course, you're not going to carry a, a 10 or 15 pound crystal in your pocket. It would be something small. So. Somewhat impractical. Yeah. Now, and, and does the size, <laughs> does size matter when you're talking about uh, taking these crystals out along with you? Actually, no. Um size does not matter the crystal whether it's a, a little teeny tiny piece of um, black obsidian or or the black tourmaline it does not make any difference if it's a teeny tiny piece or a big chunk makes no difference they're all they're equally they have the equal strength so i mean where do you where do you get your crystals how what's the bet what's a good way to find them well, personally, um, I am a, a firm believer in trying to buy them, trying to buy them in person. Um, the best way to find a crystal is to see if you have a connection to it. Uh, this might sound kind of corny, but Michael's heard this before. <laughs> we um, used to live in the state of Illinois, and I went Heard to, of it. <laughs> yeah, heard of it, yep. Yeah. And... Um, there was a crystal shop in the little town that we used to live in and i always felt like i was home are they still open no unfortunately oh. not are they still online i blue heron was the name of it, it was a wonderful yeah, place blue really heron, cool. amazing amazing shop uh the gal who owned the place was very knowledgeable uh wonderful wonderful she created an amazing atmosphere in this place yeah. but I always felt home in that place because um, the, the energy in there was so, so, so positive. Um, so, but the reason I bring that up is because there, if you, if you are a crystal person or if you are just looking to see what it's like, if a crystal wants you to take it home, it's going to, it's going to call to you. And, and say, hey, well, come on over here. I want you to come and take me home. No, it's not going to do that. But It'll, it'll yeah i'd i'd be worried yeah. If that started to happen. yeah 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 that would be a little freaky but 
Um, they do give you their energy, and um, and you can have a connection. I've had, I had some that I walked in my first big chunk of Labradorite. I didn't buy it the first time I walked in there, but I'll tell you what, the, the, the couple of times I walked in there after that, it was hounding me every time I was in there. I knew that sucker <laughs> was going to come home with me. So it really is nice to be able to to put your hands on it and feel its energy and see if it works with you. So that my number one recommendation is if you have a crystal shop in your hometown or anywhere nearby, support that local that local shop and go in there and buy from them and experience how wonderful it is to go into a place like that because it really is pretty amazing. Well, it's nice too because you, you can kind of develop a relationship with the people. And just like anything that you, and any shop that you're, uh, that, that, that has something that you're interested in, whether it's a bookstore or a music store or, or a hat shop, I don't know. Or a collectible store. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, all of those can uh, developing a relationship with a person in there can also help you learn more about about this stuff and you had mentioned too a little bit ago about um looking up different attributes of different crystals mm -hmm. and in a lot of these shops too there will be little like business card sized uh information cards and there will be information about that particular crystal so you pick up an amethyst there's an amethyst card that you can take along with it that tells you about it. so when you get home you're like why did i grab this and you look at it and be like oh okay amethyst cool and so it, it can help you remember what what why you picked that one and what you can do because if you're into these things and you walk into the shop it's hard to walk out with fewer than a half dozen <laughs> so, or, or even a dozen for some of us or more yeah 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 it's pretty pretty hard not to do that but um buying crystals again i would absolutely recommend buying them in person if yeah. you're lucky enough to have a place you can do that um if you're not you can sometimes feel a certain draw to i do buy crystals online i will not lie i have done that um and some you're, you're going to have a connection with, even if it's just looking at it through a picture. So, um, but yeah, I, I would really recommend doing the in-person thing first if you, if you can at all. And if not, then of course, there's so many, so many crystal shops on, on online right now. Um, Facebook groups and eBay and Amazon and... Shop Goodwill. Yeah, shopgoodwill.com, guys. They have... <laughs> Although I have to say that I think sometimes people get a little crazy on there. They overbid and then they they outprice it for everybody. I don't like that. And the so, shipping is Yeah, the shipping a is ridiculous. Yeah. I wouldn't I would that would be a last recommendation, honestly. But um But but there I mean there have been some big lots yeah. on there that you've gotten some really nice pieces out of. Yeah. So it, it, it just really, really depends. But um, again, there's nothing like having the experience of uh, you know, being able to go in there and and put your hands on it and be able to see whether or not it works with you or not. But but yeah, but again, like you said, there have been a lot of online purchases that have just worked out great. Right, absolutely. So I have not actually had I've had I've had several of them. Um, so yeah, I absolutely would not knock them if it's something. A lot of times you can get sometimes a little bit better price online because the online person doesn't have as much overhead yeah. as a store. But um, again, I don't want to 
discourage people from buying in person because it, I really, really enjoyed the experience of the shop where we used to live. And um, I know that crystal shops are not, they're still not very common, but they're starting to pop up more often now. And hopefully you're lucky enough to have one in your little town. <laughs> We're kind of lucky too, because we have two on opposite ends of the spectrum nearby. One is sort of a, I guess you'd say a metaphysical shop. And the other is kind of a, what do we say? A, a gem? Well, you know, I, I kind of told, told you it's a really serious rock shop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, the person who owns it is is really well educated in uh, geology. Isn't he like a gemologist? Yeah, or he's, something? he's got like a degree in it or something. I yeah. remember that. So, I mean, it's a really, really, and I, I'm not saying the other shop's not because it, it, it is, but in a different way. Um, you know, so it just, and we are very fortunate to have those those two places around here yeah. where we're at. So, and, and, and great people to run both of them, yeah, too. That absolutely. means a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I, I think that one of the last things I, I want to say is I just want to talk about some some favorites. Because, you know, people, everybody has their favorites. And I, I think uh, everybody who's listening would know that Tourmalinated quartz or um, black tourmaline is one of my favorites. So, um, the thing I didn't I didn't mention about the uh, quartz or, or clear quartz, crystal quartz, people call it different things, but that is actually a stone that amplifies everything else. So, the the combination of the 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 black tourmaline and the the crystal quartz that I carry in my pocket all the time, mm -hmm. the crystal quartz piece of it actually amplifies the protection properties of the black tourmaline. So that's why I love that one so much because it's like double whammy. It, it, <laughs> it's like double protection because you've got the, the black tourmaline saying, hey, I got your back. And then you've got the, the crystal quartz that really brings it all together. But um, some of my favorites uh, as far as uh, it's kind of funny because Michael at one point um, asked me my top five. What's my top five uh, or one of my favorites? So... Um, hmm. It's really hard for me because I have a ton of favorites, but ones I, I feel the, the best about, I have selenite. I love selenite. It's like, it's a great little invention if you're a, 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 if you're a crystal person. Invention. because it, it Well, it's not really. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it's just wonderful because it, it cleanses things. It makes cleansing and, and recharging your crystals so much easier. Um, my terminated quartz, of course, you guys have heard that a million times tonight. Uh, amethyst is one of my favorites. And... Black tourmaline, and last but not least, one I have not mentioned tonight is, um, it's a, a crystal called carnelian. Uh -huh. And carnelian, I have a carnelian heart, and maybe for another show or another oh, time. I was going to ask you if you wanted to share that story. I, you know what, I, I don't want because we're, we're, you know, we want to make sure we're watching our time. But um, the current, I think we've got time, or do you not want to tell it right now? I um I, I think maybe that's one for another another okay. okay so okay but I I have a carnelian heart and it is near and dear to my heart um we've had some adventures together <laughs> and so know that and it, it's so funny because there are you you'll actually be surprised if you um decided to try give crystal energy a try because it's been mind blowing for me. Um, that what kind of connection that I've had with these 
things that people think just look at and they just think it's like again a little pretty sparkly thing to look at no it's so much more than that (laughs) they have great energy to share with you if you tell them what you need what you need them to do for you so um again i i i can't stress it is it would be very very important to bring some of those in with girls playing with you if you want to be protected and to spark your intuition and to help you get more attuned in. Well, and I remember one time I got a, a packet of uh, crystals. And, of course, now that I'm trying to think of it, I can't remember what was in there. But it was attuned to one of the chakras, third eye chakra. And we talked about those from time to time. It's come up. And... Um, there were these crystals that were, uh, there were like maybe four in there mm-hmm. that were supposed to be tuned into, again, third eye, which in my mind said this was going to be good for ghost hunting. Mm-hmm. I wasn't as worried about the protection part of it at that point as much as I was, hey, help, help me get in tune with discovering what's happening around me. So that, that was the reason I chose that one um some other people may feel that you know their heart or maybe even root chakra might help them get more in tune with what's going on uh, from a from a spiritual standpoint when they're ghost hunting that might help them out And and i think that sort of comes you know right back to the whole thing you know sort of a big bow on this is everybody every person's going to have their own experience Mm -hmm their own way of doing things, their own interpretations of what's happening. Pendulums. Speaking of that, I've seen a lot of pendulums that are made out of uh, different crystals. And I think if you feel a certain affinity to a certain stone and you would like to use a pendulum, you're not going to break the bank. Probably 12, 15 bucks, you can probably find something that um, in that stone that you can use regardless of what it is. So yeah, it's it, it's it's really cool to get into and it, it's sort of, uh, I don't wanna say a bottomless pit, but boy, it is pretty deep. Yes, it's very deep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's easy oh, to get God. lost. Mm. Um, and, and like you said, I've got, I, I keep a, uh, a fluorite skull next to my work area here. As well as a big chunk of selenite right next to it. Keep it charged up. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell one more little story. Oh! Not, not the carnelian story, but I do want to tell another little story. Because those of you who have pets might notice that your your pets might actually be drawn to your crystals. Yeah. Um, Michael and I have a cat that is very drawn to the fluorite. Very, very drawn to it. Um and there she oh my gosh you're kidding me oh my god and here she just talked i don't know if you heard her but she just talked to us but anyway (laughs) she heard she heard flora and she made she meowed but one day i was um i actually used my fluorite crystals to uh corner a room trying to bring the, the fluorite's energy to that specific room for a project i was working on and when I was done, I wanted to recharge the, the fluorite. So I picked them the, the pieces up and I laid them. There were four of them and I laid them on the table and I laid them in like a little pile on the table. Well, I was gone for a few minutes. And when I came back, well, we heard the like, clinking yeah. sound coming in yes. from in there. Yeah. We, we heard noise. And when we walked in, um, the cat, she was on the table and she had put those darn crystals in a square. 
just like they were in the room. She had made that into a square. I <laughs> totally, totally flipped out. But she's very, they're very in tune to our, she's very in tune to the fluorite. And our other, our other kitty is very in tune. Actually, they're both in tune to the amethyst piece I have downstairs. Yeah. So they, um, they definitely find comfort. And they definitely feel the energy, and it, and again, it's as 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 noted by their behavior, the way they the, the way they re, re, respond and react to them when they're around them. So it's pretty neat, actually. Yeah, they'll like seek out places where these crystals are and lay next to them or underneath them if they're on a on a stand. Citrine is one too that they like to hang out by. Yep. Yep. So yeah. And the quartz, the quartz yep. that's next to the fireplace. Oh yeah. The big yeah. piece. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I mean, you will notice. You, well. Again, in order to notice these things, of course, you have to be paying attention, but um, it, it's really cool when you start working with crystals, what you start to notice. So, so yeah, okay. so that so that's that. So that's the crystal. Yep. Okay. Now, I know you, you know a lot more about them, but, you know, we wanted to try to keep this kind of scratching the surface. Sounds good. <laughs> so that worked thanks out. for having me tonight well thanks for coming and talking about this um it's something we've been talking about doing for a long time and uh the timing just kind of worked out now so we figured what the heck let's do it yeah good thing yeah yeah so um we appreciate everybody listening thanks for hanging in there while we uh skip a week every once in a while so we uh we're back I don't know when Steve and Josiah are coming back. Hopefully pretty soon uh, between Super Bowl and Valentine's Day. That kind of juggled schedules up a little bit. So uh, we, we normally record on Sundays. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll get back into the swing of things. And we will continue. Sherry and I will continue popping some in here once in a while when we can come up with things to talk about. Sounds good. And you can tell that Carnelian Heart story i will tell the Car carnelian heart story yeah so i will we'll tease that one out like a little bit like the ovalist story okay yeah sounds good to me um if you are interested in getting in touch and finding some more things out i know i say i'm going to do this every week and i don't but maybe this time i actually will uh putting up some links on facebook page maybe some pictures of a few of these crystals we've been talking about uh as as well as maybe the uh magic fluorite cat trick that we did and i think she just knocked something down out there too oh, perfect yeah Lovely. but uh every time we talk about her she does something <laughs> so here we go but so uh keep an eye on that if you uh want to get in touch you can check out paranormal1.com uh para one contact at gmail.com that's just with the number one um and also on Facebook. And even though they're not here, uh, Steve and Josiah have Bartell and Henson Paranormal on Facebook. There's Rock River Area Paranormal Society on Facebook, as well as um, ConoverGhosts.com. So we've got all kinds of stuff happening and going on. And cats doing things <laughs> so i guess we're gonna wrap this up for now again thanks everybody for being a part of this 
we appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, we, we like hearing from you, so let us know what you think. And uh, again, if you have any questions, whether it's about crystals or cats or anything else in between, uh, shoot us a message and we'll be glad to hear from you. So until next time, we will see you in the dark. <laughs>